Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, everyone? This is the award-winning Orange Zone podcast. A reminder, you can find every episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you want to listen. You can also find every episode on our CMY Central YouTube page if you want to watch us here from the set. I'm Tommy Sladek. We have Samantha Cross and we have Brendan Hodges on the producer mic. And this week's episode is all about TBT happening. We have another regional here for the basketball tournament in Syracuse. Bayheim's Army winning their first round game. How long will they last? We'll find out. We also have updates on Syracuse men's basketball competing in the Maui Invitational. So we're talking hoops. We're talking some recruiting. How's everyone feeling today? Feeling pretty good. I mean, not a whole lot of complaints. I feel like we have some interesting and unique things to talk about as we're continuing on in this dead period. And I don't know, it just made me realize there's a lot I like about Syracuse as far as I feel like they always have something going on. There's always some kind of sports situation that we can talk about and just let it rip on, which I appreciate. Hodges, how you doing, man? Doing good, Tommy. Doing really good. Um, Watching the World Cup, obviously. Watching Messi take over MLS Mm. uh, about five minutes into his debut. So a lot of soccer. That was cool. Uh, Watch the games. That was amazing. It was amazing. Storybook. And you could not script it any better, nor would I want you to. Um, and obviously watched the TBT on Monday. It was great. Um, got a little worried there at the end uh, with the Elam ending, but uh, hey, you know, that, that's what the tournament's about, right? And that's what it is about. So we're recording this on Tuesday. By the time people are listening, Syracuse will be getting ready, or excuse me, Bayheim's Army will be getting ready for their second round game against the Nerd Team Wednesday night. So we'll try to keep it relevant for not only briefing about Monday, but what we think could happen here as the week continues. So just to let people know what went on Monday, if you missed it, Bayheim's Army hosting Team Gibson. I guess you could say hosting because they are a Syracuse-based team for the most part at the On Center, War Memorial. Instead of OCC, they end up winning it 99-83. to But before we get into that, they did move... The venue. It was at Onondaga Community College last year. They moved it to S- at SRC Arena. It is now downtown to try to accommodate more fans. What do you guys think of that? Do you think it's a right move, especially kind of putting it in a more downtown setting? Well, I actually wanted to bounce that back to you since you were there to say, did you think it worked? I did think it worked. I mean, it wasn't full. The one side was full. The other side was about halfway to a quarter. It was definitely funny being in there, right? Because I'm so used to being there for the Syracuse Crunch, and all of a sudden there's a hardwood in there. It's basketball. But if you were watching on TV or in person, I know for a fact that I was thrown off watching a previous game and seeing Sienna on the court. It wasn't until it wasn't until Monday that I realized that they are actually borrowing Siena's court, which makes sense. You know, the last team that was playing there full time is uh, our coworker Matt Mulcahy. He pointed out last night was the Syracuse Nationals. Like 
50, 60 years ago. So they needed to get the court from somewhere. They got Sienna. So there's a nice splash of green in there. But I, I do think it worked, and I think it'll really pay dividends, especially if they continue to win here. And if they make it all the way to Friday, I think that place could be full. I agree. And I always feel like putting things back downtown, it's just a hopping place. There's always a lot of people there. I could totally see why that would drive more traffic. So I think it's the right call. And at the end of the day, as you said, if they're winning, more people are going to come. And I think that's the biggest driving force, no matter where these games are being played. And one thing that you definitely noticed this year, and Hodgers, I'm sure you picked up on it too, is Bayheim's Army designed to be very much former Syracuse players, as a lot of these teams are. Last night in the starting five, only two out of the five had played at Syracuse. And a part of that is just the nature of the tournament, which is you want the best guys, you want to mix and match and get the guys that, that mesh well. Um, one of them being DeAndre Kane, not a Syracuse guy, but he helped them win it two years ago. You want a guy like that around. But the other thing is we were supposed to have two very big names, one being Cornell's Matt Morgan, the other being Syracuse's Tyus Battle. Both were supposed to play. Both I expected would be getting serious minutes and both last minute couldn't play. Morgan had been with the Clippers in the NBA Summer League and his new GM with the London Lions are saying we're paying him too much money. We're not going to let him play as if he's not going to be playing basketball all summer anyway. Right. Don't quite get that. The other is Tyus Battle, who's been in China. Why this wasn't exactly solved earlier where it wasn't going to work out, I, I don't know, but either they thought there was a chance that he'd be back maybe midweek and it sounds like he's not going to be playing at all. And certainly that hurts the the team and it hurts the fan base that we're excited to see those guys. Mm, so true because every fan base is like this, but especially Syracuse, I feel like you want to see people who you know or who right. you've seen play before or who you can be excited about. So bummer to hear that. I was actually even really looking forward to seeing Matt Morgan. I wanted to see what all the hype was about. So He's great. He was the runner-up for MVP in the French League last year. So very, very good player and, and love that he has the, uh, the Cornell roots. The Big Red are proud of him. That is for sure. Um, but ultimately, this team was still able to get it done without those guys. And I did see some good signs of a team that really can get out to a cruising pace. So Team Gibson was Taj Gibson. You might remember he played for the Knicks. He kind of put that team together, and it was their first time in it. Bayheim's Army obviously have had some guys that have, that have played together before, but ultimately... These guys are all over the world, and then they're coming and they're practicing at Liverpool High School for two days, and then they're actually playing the game. So how much you can actually start to gel in that time period is tough. Very but we tough. were able to see a little bit of it, and the score doesn't really tell the full story because it ended up being 99-83. I'm pretty sure when the Elam ending went into effect, which we'll explain that here in a second, Syracuse was at 90 points, and they needed to get to 98. I am for certain that Team Gibson was in the 60s. So we're talking about a 25-30 point difference, and it just took Syracuse forever to get there, which was driving the fan base nuts, I think. And so to go with the Elam ending, what do you think about it, Sam? It's ultimately, it's the... Actually, Hodges, give us the give the give the viewers a quick thirty second explainer if they have not seen this before. Yeah, Elam ending. Uh, so you get to four minutes left in the fourth quarter. If the clock first stoppage after four minutes, or I guess at four minutes counts as well. Uh, the clock is gone. It just does not exist for the rest of the game. The team who is leading eight points is added to the score they have. So let's say Sir or Bayheim's Army has ninety one points. Target score is then ninety nine. Whoever hits that target score first wins the game. Right. And that's what it is. And it's designed so that, you know, it's not the 
basically it's to take away the last four minutes of the game. For example, last night where it's a complete blowout and it's just kind of your wasting clock, whereas it forces that team that is ahead to try to keep scoring and end the game. I mean, I absolutely love it because I feel like that is what I live for when I'm watching sports. I love, love, love close games. Who doesn't? You right. know, that's what keeps it exciting. That's what everybody wants to see is some big finish at the end and, and hype. And it does sort of feel like then those last four minutes, they're worthwhile. They're worth staying for. You can see why the fan base would want to stay. And crazier things have happened. I mean, you said it. If Team Gibson was in the 60s, yay, that Bayheim's Army won. But it also probably got pretty competitive there for a second. Or you just kind of wonder, what's going to happen here? Right. And I think that's what you want for fans, especially in sort of a casual tournament such as this one to just be excited about being there and keeping it exciting for the players too. You know, it, it gives everybody a little more incentive and it's just one of those unique opportunities where you can bend the rules, which isn't something that you normally get to do. And it creates opportunities for chaos to happen, right? It creates those opportunities for that team that is behind to get hot and make a run. And a perfect example was Monday, Blue Collar U, which is a team of uh, mostly f uh, former UB guys, Buffalo guys, um, Felicia Leggett Jackson is on the team as well. The defending champions, yeah, they won the whole thing last year. They found themselves down 10 points at the start of an Elam ending against Big Five, which was a bunch of guys from Philly. They proceeded to go on a 18-7 run, going 7-for-8 from the field to defeat Big Five. So that's nice. what it's created for, is opportunities like that, which is exciting. And Syracuse, again, you'll be listening to this on Wednesday or even later. They're playing the Nerd Team Wednesday. It's a fantastic storyline. This is a team that I believe started off as guys that played in the Ivy League. That's why they're called the Nerd Team. And they upset Beheim's Army last year. They beat them in the second round, and it was a chippy game. There was, I mean, there was technical fouls everywhere. It was a messy, messy, chippy game. You could that call ended. it an explosive upset. Hey, that was pretty good. I like that. And that's exactly what it was. So it's a chance for revenge here. The storylines behind it, it should be a really fun game. So excited to see that. And hopefully, you know, Bayheim's Army sticking around for the long haul here and takes it all the way to Friday because it makes our job more fun too. Do we have predictions? Are we thinking I think this is a win, this is a loss? I really don't know. Because again, it's I saw some really flashes of, of the guys starting to gel yesterday. Can they take that one step further? Because this team is going to be a lot better of a team. So we'll see. I, th I, think, they can, I think they can win, and I think it would be uh, very fun. Very fun if they do. And as you said, it's like, man, oh, man. Like chemistry, I always talk about how important that is across any sports team. Mm -hmm. It's so hard to figure out and how to gel with a group of guys when you really just haven't had hardly any time to practice you know right, exactly tough situation but then again they are playing year-round so you can tell by they can you can tell by themselves that they're in shape and ready to play it's just knowing who's getting the ball where guys are and they'll start to pick up on that the more they play the spirit of performance is what defines acura and now it's electric introducing the zdx acura's most powerful suv yet Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. So, mm -hmm. exciting stuff. And as for Syracuse men's basketball, which they were in the house last night, the full team, Judah Mintz, J.J. Starling, everyone was there taking in the action. And it was just announced on Tuesday that in the Maui Invitational, they will be facing Tennessee in the first round. There's also Gonzaga, Kansas, Marquette, Purdue, UCLA, 
in is it Shamanad? Shamanad. That is correct. Shamanad. The Silver Swords from Honolulu. Hawaii. I love the Silver Swords. That's so cool, man. Uh, but yeah, six of the eight teams in this year's tournament made last year's NCAA tournament field. This will be SU's fourth appearance in the event. And Brendan, you have something for us about that. Sorry, I had to turn my mic on there. Yes, I do. Uh, they have won every Maui Gym Invitational they have been invited to. 1990, 1998, birth year. Let's go. And uh, 2013. Oh uh, by the way, uh, Red Autry was on that 1990 team that won the Maui Ooh. Gym Invitational, the first one. Fun fact. Yeah. Love that fact. Love that. And it's been 10 years since 2013, so it works yes, out it great. And look at that. And that's shocking. I mean, that's yeah. really kind of shocking. That they went there and they won every single year. Yeah. I mean, pressure's on now. Sure is. We'll see if they can get it done. But let's finish up with uh, producer Brendan's trivia. This week's sponsored by the Maui Gym Invitational. Unofficially. Unofficially sponsored. Unofficially sponsored. sponsored, We we can't actually be sponsored by anything You want no free ads, but they're unofficial sponsors. Absolutely not. No free ads, guys, uh, and no free wins for either of you. Fair. As we're aware, uh, I once again bested the both of you last week. Um, Thanks for pointing that out. It is always going to be pointed out. Uh, Regarding the Maui Gym Invitational, the 2023 edition, out of the seven other teams that are in this tournament, other than Syracuse, the Orange have only played one ever in the Maui Gym Invitational. Which team is it? Hmm. And I'll give you bonus points you give me the year. (sighs) Oh. It could really, it could honestly be any one of these. Um, hmm, 90, 98, and 2013. So Kansas could be any of these. UCLA could probably be any of these. Marquette, it, 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 this is a wild guess. That's a tough one. This is one of those three strike questions where, where you have two strikes to work with here. Hmm. Hmm. You got a guess? Hit us with it. I, uh, I'm split between two. I'm going to go with Marquette. That is strike one. <sighs> I'm putting myself in the mind of Brendan here. <laughs> I'm going with Tennessee. That is strike two. Dang it. Kansas. That's what I was going to say. That was, that was my second one. going to be my one. first guess. I didn't do it. That is strike three. Oh! I knew I was going to say that. <laughs> Who was it? It was out of Honolulu, Hawaii, the Chaminade Silver I, Swords. I was going to, and you know what? I, well, you were going to, but you didn't. I didn't. <sighs> that stinks. That stinks. Shoulda, woulda, coulda with you right now. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. As and it's it, as so it, weird. As like, if it's my like, right, like after he said, I was like, I was like, I'm wondering about those silver swords. <laughs> <laughs> what year was it? That Brendan? was 1998. Okay, 98. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Keep in mind, Chaminade is a Division II school that just always plays in this tournament because it's based because they're there. Yeah, they're there. I get it. They're they're there. Uh, I don't know if they've ever won a game in it. Yeah, but like. It, they're there and it's fun i'll be fun to know yeah, yeah but uh before we wrap up i did want to bring in some quick su recruiting news since we last spoke 
SU did not land Boogie Fland, which would have been lovely if we were able to, just because it's a fun name to say. Mm-hmm. And he's also very good. So he's a White Plains guy, Archbishop Stepanek, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, but yeah, combo guard, really fun to really fun to watch. They missed out on him. He did not make the top eight of his list. However, Syracuse did make the top five of another five-star recruit in the class of 2024. And his name's Jaleel Bethea. He's from Archbishop Wood. He's from my neck of the woods, from the Philly area. Very fun to watch. Sharp shooter. I watched him make 10 threes in a row in one game. These guys really want him. Adrian Autry, Jerry McNamara, they really want this dude. And I'm happy to see he's in the top five. You know, they're competing with some big schools, but Syracuse is a big school as well. So we'll see if they can nail it. And uh, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun to rake in a five-star. Oh, very fun and very exciting. So we'll see about it. We shall. But good to have that on the horizon. Yeah, good to have it. And uh, that's that's the pod today. I know a little bit shorter, but we just we want to keep it moving. And, you know, maybe maybe later in the week, if Beheim's Army keeps moving on, there'll be a surprise maybe Friday episode. So we'll see how they do Wednesday night. For now, I'm Tommy Sladek, Samantha Crossan, Brendan Hodges. Last words? See ya maybe later this week. If it's worth it, I think we this might be a, a two-episode week, depending on how far they make it. I like how you separated every word with a breath there. Thank you, breath, Sienna. Breath, breath. For, thank you, Sienna, for your course. Thank you, Sienna College. Mm. Thank you, Sienna. See ya. Peace. Go Silver Swords. Go Silver Swords. <laughs>